Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb Welcome to Groundhog Minute The podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day One repetitive minute at a time I am one of your hosts, Sean And I'm one of your other hosts, Dave Alright, one of our other hosts what are the other ones? Uh, it's two. Okay, it's just two. all right. Just yeah. I'm and I'm I'm your other other host, Sean. <laughs> and uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us for minute four and Friday. Woo! We made it through week one. Bam, bam, bam. And what we see, we're here for talk about minute four of the movie Groundhog Day, where we continue panning over the wonderful city of Pittsburgh. We zoom in on the Channel 9 van as it makes its way out of the big city over to Punxsutawney. And we get a little uh, road chatter in the van. We get a little bit of, we get Phil and Rita and Larry. They're road tripping. They're, they're out there. They're seeing the country. They're living it, man. One minute at a time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we get more of this song that. I think the first couple, the first couple times I saw this movie, it's just like, all right, I'm, I'm settling in. I got my popcorn. I'm getting ready. Like I'm not really paying attention yet, but, but when I do pay attention, I realize this is a damn good song. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it ties in with the movie, but it's also, you know, I'm kind of tapping a toe. I'm snapping. I'm singing along, you know, Hey, I'm your weatherman, baby. It's, <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, no, I was ironically like, but I think in the last, the last, you know, like through this winter, I ha- I had on, um, I think I had on my phone because I had to like, uh, I had to get this off like Amazon Music or something. I had to buy. Mm-hmm. I like you really couldn't find it on Spotify at the time. I don't know if you still can, but yeah, I had it in my car and I was like, this is catchy. Like I just am legitimately enjoying this outside of the fact that it's part of this movie. Yeah. Now I think, and and we're gonna, this is gonna come up uh, more than a few times that they're they're playing with the seasons they're playing with the time of day in in the amount of light they have i don't i don't think that was the noon you know that wasn't the midday weather because uh cuz kenny was talking about covering the 10 o'clock whereas you know if this was the midday there'd still be the evening news the 6 or 7 o'clock so it's got to be evening in pittsburgh in february it's it's going to be dark at this point, but I understand. I'm I'm going to say it's okay. Just artistic license because it's a different view. If they just show us, you know, a van driving through the dark. Well, all right. it's a, it's nice to see it in the daylight. So when he says I won't be back for the ten o'clock, and then when Kenny says he's going to take over, and then he says, "If you want to do the five, so that's what you're saying. We think that, that when he's leaving, it's around." The five six o'clock you're saying, yeah. So yeah, when he when Kenny talks about oh I can do the five tomorrow, I assume they're talking about five a.m. Oh, oh no, I was. Are you thinking five p.m.? No, you can't do you can't do the five a.m. because Phil's just gonna be waking up at five a.m. and Pitts and Pucks at twenty. So uh, oh yeah, no, yeah, right, yeah. It must it must be five p.m. You're right because he's gonna be in Punks at twenty, but he's gonna be back by the five p.m. tomorrow evening. So then, yeah, so maybe this is this is the five o'clock that they just did on the first. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I'm going to be back to do the five o'clock on the second. But then, yeah, in the morning of the second, he's going to be away. Or and he's doing the 10. Or and I'm just I'm just saying this <laughs> right now. Kenny was scheduled to cover for the 10 o'clock at night and the mm-hmm. midday because 
like time-wise, it wasn't realistic for Phil to make it back before then. Right. Because like if, if the groundhog's happening at like eight, him getting back, maybe like, you know, by because you know, like maybe they want to cover a few more things in the morning, he wouldn't get back till the early afternoon, and then he would do the five then he would do the, the news at five and then the ten. So hype could happen that Kenny was already gonna cover the ten that night and he was gonna cover the midday. And then he said, well, I'll cover the five, too. Like, you could stay longer with Rita. And then, like, and then you, if you want to come back in the evening or maybe you try to say, like, I'll cover the five and maybe I'll cover the ten and you can come back uh, in the next day. You know, like, you know, Kenny's <laughs> yeah. already like, trying to soften him up to, like, how many how many shows can I get out before Phil jumps back in the seat? But um, right. I'm just saying, like, because, like, they take this drive and it looks, yeah, still pretty daylight out and there's no traffic. So that's why I'm still going with it's midday. Because, yes. like, I feel like taking all these highways, because I, 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 I did what I believe was the route to Pugsatawney using where they started. I found, I found the spot in Pittsburgh where they started, and it's called Fort Pitt Boulevard, and he's mm-hmm. taking the I-279, and, oh, people are going to love me describing the routes. Anyway, takes the I-279, 28 northbound, then the 422 Ben Franklin Highway eastbound, then the Alexander Lindsay Memorial Highway northbound. And then eastbound 85 and 210 north and 119 north. Now, like, that sounds complicated what I just said. But honestly, it's like five, six turns at most. Like, it really, the highways just kind of start merging into each other. And it's pretty much like they just, he follows the one river up. And then he, like, it just, the road bends. And then the next road bends. And that's really it. Like, it's, it's, so Larry would definitely take this route because it's dirt easy to follow. You just, just do it. And then every three, like every like four or six like miles, I just like, I, I, I bend to the right a bit or bend back and then bend back north. That's about it. Okay. Oh, interesting. So I, I kind of thought, I thought they were heading out of town on the 376 and then turning north on 119 in New Alexandria. But you think they head north right away and, and leave the city on 28. Um, which yeah, is actually the the shortest route. I mean, that's about yeah the the, the twenty eight. Yeah. Um, it's going to be about eighty miles. That's the only part of the trip that we can prove is that he takes Fort Pitt Boulevard to to the, to that two seventy nine turn that goes mm-hmm. twenty northbound. That's all I actually okay. know. And so I just did that and just like Google Maps, like kept routing it and it kept telling me like this is the route that you would take. So I went to, and then I looked at it and I said really like it has all these highways and stuff mentioned. But, like, it's really easy to follow. They just kind of bend into one of each other. It's just one highway to the next highway. And he probably remembers, I take Ben Franklin to Alexander Lindsay. Uh, that, like, and I said, like, they are, they start, like, showing, like, it's like it's Alexander Lindsay, but it's also eastbound 85. And it's like, two, and it's, it's like, he's probably following. And probably by the time he gets to, like, 119, you know, you, you do. You start seeing signs that say for Punks of 20. And he's probably start having pictures of groundhogs. You're like, just follow the groundhog. There it is. Because they want the tourism. So they probably make it easy for people from uh, from uh, from Pittsburgh to find the town. Yeah. So where well, where is where is Marchand? Marchand. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Because because we do because I was thinking we do see a sign where they're getting onto one nineteen north. That's why I was thinking maybe they take one nineteen more because we see a sign and this is we're jumping ahead, but I think you'll thank us, folks. We'll get all the. We'll get all the the driving talk, the the dad talk. The dads out there with the folding maps are appreciating this. <laughs> um, we'll get the we'll get the driving talk out of the way this minute, so we don't have to talk about it on uh, next week. But yeah, so so next minute, 
you know, they show them they have them, you know, there's more conversation while they're driving, but it shows them getting off. They're getting off of East 22. And then the sign says uh, to 119 North, Marchand and Punxsutawney. So the, so that's why I was, that's why I had 119 in my head, but I'm trying to, so, but it's, it's turning from 22 on to 119. I mean, I'm only go by like if he t- if he's going that that first route that that Chris Elliott takes, you know, it puts him going northbound, uh, pa- following one of the rivers perpendicularly on the highway on 28. So it'd be weird for him to head in that direction, and 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 he he would want to just stay north. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, he's pretty much following the river north. He's following the Allegheny River. He's just pretty much following it most of the way up, and it looks easy to do because it's like you just. Keep the river to your right, well, yeah, yeah, and that's it. and that's it. And then takes forty two, he crosses it, and that's it. Eighty five to ten, bada boom, he meets up with one. Now he meets up with one nineteen, like right at the end. Yeah, because the the route I'm thinking of, it's, eh, I mean, it's not a huge difference. It's a little over eighty five miles. It's an extra five miles. Um, though I wonder. So this is, um, well, you have. I don't know if they do this as much in in New Jersey, like in New York. You have parkways that are only for cars, non-commercial vehicles, like the Northern State Parkway or Southern State on Long Island, you know, or the the Hutchinson Parkway, stuff like that. If, you know, if you're in a truck or I think even like a commercial van, like like this, like a news van, like you'd have to stay to the expressways. Like if you'd have to take the Long Island Expressway, you couldn't take the Northern State Parkway. So I don't know. Does does Pen- are you aware? Does Pennsylvania do something like that? Maybe there's a restriction just because this is a commercial vehicle in I've, terms of. I've where never they gone can go. this far out in Pennsylvania. I've never been to Pittsburgh. I've been as far as uh, as uh, Lancaster. So mm-hmm. that's as far as I've really no. I should say I lied. Gettysburg. I've been as far as Gettysburg. You've been to Gettysburg. So and and I said and we were taking a convoy of of Boy Scout cars and and and, and trucks. No, there is no. There is for regular people like regular cars and vans driving. I've never seen anything that's restricting to vehicles, commercial vehicles like like tractor trailers. Probably obviously certain highways, and with Easy Pass now, they probably do stay mm-hmm. on those highways. Yeah, and well, there's going to be yeah, and, and some of the local roads might you know if there's an overpass, there's going to be height restrictions. But yeah, it's not. They're not, yeah, they're not in like an 18 wheeler tractor trailer situation. Yeah. You know, it's a regular van. It just happens yeah. to be. You know the the yeah. the the stations van, but I'm sure there's people like just regular passengers, yeah. you know, civilians driving around in the same van. Yeah. And you know what New so, Jersey has? We have jug handles, <laughs> as any sane state should have. Yeah, because Which, that 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 way you're not trying to make a left turn across traffic. You, you take the jug handle. Yeah, take wait the, for the light. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I gotta. Exp- I, I feel like I want to explain it, but it's like. Because like I, when you see people out of state, like with like license plates that put, they have like them in the Midwest, and they do that, they try to pull that left turn in New Jersey, and everyone's just like honking their horns, like Hockey. no, you don't get it. It's you go past the intersection, and right past it, there will be a like a turn, like a, a turn, yeah. and that's going to loop you around back to that intersection, but on, on a perpendicular line, and then you will cross it. And then you're on the other side of the highway. Yeah. And then, then you, you just go. keep going straight. You don't have to. Yeah, you're not trying to make a left across traffic. There's no left on left. I actually got in a car accident because of that. Because someone in the middle of the highway at night, um, the, I don't know if 
what it had was they were they wanted to do that, and the van in front of me uh, like didn't realize they were doing it, slammed on its brakes, I slammed on my brakes, and the car behind me slammed on its brakes, and we all got like bam, bam, bam. Nobody got uh. like injured. Now the guy in front of me did the neck bit, but but my but like after all the insurance and lawyers done, I think they like disproved that he actually had a neck injury. Yeah. But anyway, but it was it was just it was just bumper. My car got ruined. My car actually got like smushed, but none of my none of me or my passengers that got hurt, thank God. But like it's because of that. somebody tried on the middle of the night on a highway where it says the sign, you cannot take a left turn, you can't take a U turn here. You got to go to the jug handle. Ironically, if they just went over the hill, not only would the jug hand the jug handle be there, but the jug handle in would be there too. Yeah, it's actually yeah. called the jug handle in. The jug handle in. But I got in wings and beer, and and not <laughs> such a bad move. And got my car, my '97 Malibu total. Ugh. Traffic. All right, all right. So enough traffic talk. Yeah. Traffic on the so, twos. Traffic on the twos, yeah. So let's get into uh, – we get a little bit of actual dialogue. We get the folks doing some some travel talk. And the one thing I noticed is they, like, jump in right from the station. Like, Phil, he's in a three-piece suit. Like, he's suit, tie, vest, is buttoned, everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, we'll find out this isn't the case later. But at this point, for all we know, like, this guy sleeps in a three-piece suit. They're going to be in the car because I realize it's only – so Google Maps is saying it's about an hour and a half drive, but you know they're in um, one. They're in a van, so it's not going to handle quite as well as just like a, a sedan or you know a coupe, a regular passenger car. Also, it's not their personal vehicle, and I imagine Larry, being a camera guy, he works with equipment and, and you know sensitive equipment and stuff. Like he's got to respect, you know. Yeah, his personal vehicle. He may be doing eighty the whole way, but because it's you know it's it's the it's the the businesses, it's the networks fan. Yeah, you don't want to get pulled over. You don't want to get a you know you don't want to get a speeding ticket. He's probably driving fifty five the the whole way. Mm-hmm. You know, while while grandmas are zooming past him at ninety, but he's taking it slow. You know, maybe it takes him an hour 45 or, you know, two hours. And that's the thing is, uh, he probably doesn't care because he goes, once I get into town, I've done all my quote, all I have to do is just get us to town. Once yeah. he gets to town, he's like, I can hit the, I can hit the bar at the hotel. And all I gotta do is just make sure I go to bed in the morning to get up and set the camera up. So he's like, once I get there, my job is done for the day. So why rush it? Why rush to get there when right. all I gotta do is essentially park the van at the hotel and we see the hotel is right next to the gobbler's knob. And all he's yeah. got to do is just got to make sure the camera's yeah. in good shape and he's good for the next day. And he's good for the, good for the day. So why not relax a little bit? Yeah. Lo- at least loosen the tie. I mean, the, the, the he, yeah. yeah. He does. And it's not- it. He, you know, Rita, he's got no problem with Rita, but because we haven't really saw Larry talk with Rita yet. But like Larry already knows that Phil's just going to complain about everything. So as long yeah. as if I make the drive relaxing and like Phil can maybe like nod off. That's mm-hmm. the best thing. Like rather than me, like try drive hectic. I drive smooth. Let Phil just like fall asleep at shop, and then like do the yeah do the baby thing. Maybe he'll just fall asleep. Yeah, and then like yeah. maybe yeah, then him and Rita will talk about how like <laughs> oh Phil, Phil, yeah. Now do you think so? Do you think maybe like if it was just Phil and Larry, would would Phil loosen up a bit? I think, you know do you think he's like he's got oh the producers here? I gotta you know make sure she sees me as a professional. 
that's why I got the the tie and everything all done up. I feel like Larry and him have been doing this like a two man operation for the past mm-hmm. few years. So that's why Larry like not only jives about the HLN, but like Phil doesn't give him like doesn't say any too because it's just like yeah we we've done this part before and like Larry's past caring. Uh, about what right. Phil thinks, and Phil is past what Larry's opinion is on things. Well, that 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 kind of brings up a good point. That's really interesting. That you know, we we know Phil has done this. He's already said, you know, this is he, he's done this. You know, three years, and this is his fourth. Yeah, um, it sounds like this is kind of Larry's routine. Like he's been the cameraman, and we're gonna see when they do it. They got this stick down, like. What what is the deal with Rita? Like they don't need a producer. They don't need someone like yeah. telling like, oh, you stand here, put the camera there. She hasn't been to Punxsutawney before. She doesn't know like the layout. They, yeah. They're professionals. Let them work. You know what is? I don't know. The only reason I think she's here is I think she made a good pitch to the network yeah. that let's do a let's do a, a a social piece about the town and we'll, yeah. we'll sell it. We'll sell like the tourism of the town to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And right, it, and for all we know, hey, for all we know, what if uh, Punxsutawney was like, you know, trying to encourage <laughs> that? Like, I'm not saying they have a lot of money to throw around for advertising, but you so know, it's like it. You're saying it's like an inside job. So she had maybe she she's from Punxsutawney. She's just pretending. Oh, Punxsutawney, what's that? I've never been there, <laughs> but we sh- but we should go and do like an in depth story about what a great town it is. <laughs> I'm not saying Rita's a sleeper cell. <laughs> <laughs> she's some she's some 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 commie yeah. uh who got got past the wall and she got in and she's gonna get us to her socialist ways or anything but like i feel like like what advertisement like what if actual like there's you know like like the pennsylvania you know like it's like visit pennsylvania like maybe yeah. like there's a piece about it. like right now um as we are talking i was um, uh, audience i was talking to sean how like right now We've been seeing this 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 son of crocodile Dundee thing, <laughs> and like it's it's funny every yeah. day it's changed from it's a fake commercial to it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a commercial produced by Australia for like visiting Australia to what if it's a proof of concept like what if this is like the new version of the Deadpool video where it was just two minutes of Ryan Ryan Reynolds talking. Uh-huh. And everyone loved it. Everyone's like, oh, my God, this is Deadpool so fun. That proof of concept proved that you can make a Deadpool movie. So maybe they're doing the same thing. Like, what if we get all these Australian actors? Because there's a lot of them. Like, you type in Australian <laughs> actors in Hollywood. You're like, oh, wow, I know almost, like, 20 of these people. Um, everyone I thought who was English is actually Australian just doing fake English okay. accents. Is is Danny McBride Australian? No. That's the thing where the joke lies. Oh, okay. He is the American. I think that's the joke is when in that fake uh, trailer, if not, whatever this is, by the time this episode comes out, when, when Chris Hemsworth's like, you're, you're Dundee, that's the joke. Is that like, he's clearly like the bastard son of Crocodile Dundee <laughs> back in the 80s. Yeah. And, and, but as I said, we don't know. We don't know. But like, I'm saying like taking that idea of it's, we're, 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 we're doing this as a possible tourism where you get, you get a look inside Australia this is you get a look inside Punxsutawney that the uh, city people in, in Pittsburgh get to kind of see like what the, the quaint little towns, you know, the bed and breakfasts do out there and stuff. It's right. the same reason why if uh, when my folks go to Lancaster, they tell me all about how many like tourist buses come out because they want to see how quaint the Amish live. Right. It's like you get to step out of your comfort zone. You get to see like 
big fields, horse and buggies. You know, you go, you, know, you smell the manure and you, and you go to the farmer's markets <laughs> and you buy all the sausages and cheeses and big fruit pie cakes and stuff. So, you know, I think it's the same idea that, that Rita has is that like we go and we pitch the, the simple, the simple joys of this town and and Larry's like, all right, fine. Like he he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He's not. He doesn't care. He just yeah. So, just tell me where to point the camera. So we're, I want to get to the, yeah right. Let's get to the dialogue. So I assume for the last like forty minutes, Phil has probably been doing that, dozing in and out, and now it's kind of like he's awake and he can't fall asleep. So he turns to Larry, and he's already Larry's already heard the spiel that a network's picking him up, but he says it again. And I feel like he's saying it to Larry, but also to Rita as this like. Whatever you do to me tomorrow about, you know, when we're doing this, just know that, like, I'm going to be leaving this the network soon. Like, yeah. he's not saying it to Rita. He is saying it to Larry, but he's saying it so Rita can hear him in this, like, look, you whatever your ideas are, I've already made up my mind. Like, nothing you say tomorrow while right. we're doing Groundhog is going to change that. I can't wait to get out of this studio. Yeah. Don't, don't get carried away with your producing. Don't – yeah. Don't expect too much because – I got one foot out the door. Yeah. But yeah, you're definitely right where, yeah, he, I mean, it's a van. There's no way she doesn't hear what he's saying. Yeah. It's like the, yeah, he's, he's saying it like not to her slash, but, but to her. Yeah. And, and that's then, what, uh, yeah. and then Larry shoots back. He's like, why are you, yeah, like, why are you getting so hung up about this? I did the Swallows returning to Capistrano when I was in San Diego for what he's like, I think six years, he said. Yeah. Six years in a row. And, and so I'm thinking about it. All right. So Larry was living in. San Diego, which is obviously different weather than mid than, than mid uh, than, than Western oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, so, much different weather. So I'm very curious. Like maybe he actually didn't care for like the warmer weather, and he's more than happy to put a coat on in Pennsylvania. Like when the job he got a better offer, he's like, "Sure, I'll go to Pennsylvania." Like that's because I'm just thinking, like you know, Larry had a good gig in San Diego. You think San Diego, like you get to record beaches and like the weather doesn't go below 50 and stuff like that. So maybe he's a guy who's okay with, uh, with, with, with the, the colder, colder, uh, Pennsylvania weather. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm with him on that. I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if Western Pennsylvania is quite, you know, in my top five of choices, but I'm one of those. Yeah. I'm into, I like seasons. You know, I want I want to see leaves change color. Yeah. I want there to be different weather throughout the year. San Diego is nice. I visited San Diego a couple times, and it's great. But it's – well, certainly, if you're the weather guy, there's nothing to do. I mean, it's 70 degrees every day all year round. Yeah. Um, you know, I like some place where you got summer, you got winter, you got snow. I don't – you know, I like the cold. I don't – you know, I, I, I like snow. Yeah. Um, you know, not crazy about when I have to drive in it, but yeah, so – I can see how someone might get tired of of San Diego. And here's here's my other thought is yeah maybe he he doesn't care about the glitz and glamour of San Diego and also San Diego like maybe he doesn't like the the fakeness of California. I'm just I don't want to I do not by the way I don't want to crap on California. I'm just I'm just right. trying to get the mind of Larry. Okay? California listeners, send your emails yeah, to Dave. Say, yeah. So, but this is just me thinking that. Like this movie later down the line, like pokes fun at Larry when we get to the Bachelor Ball and stuff. But like, yeah. But Larry doesn't say or do anything in this movie that really makes him a bad guy. Like he seems just like a good old working blue collar like cameraman schlub. Like, yeah. I got nothing against him. And here's my idea: he's in San Diego. He knows that, like, you know, if he got fired from that, his job would be replaced really easily. You could probably easily find another 
Cameron in San Diego. But he's qualified. He doesn't mm-hmm. make waves. He he clearly is okay with doing you know jobs and stuff. And what happened? Maybe an opening happened in Pittsburgh. He got wind of it, and like the because of the demand, maybe he was able to ask for like, all right, you fly me out there, and I get like a, a little bonus from what I'm paying now. I'll be there tomorrow. And they're like, all right. And next thing you know, he's on a plane going to pencil, uh, going to Pittsburgh, and that was it. Well, like, yeah. I mean, and also think about it. I mean, if he's if he's only getting what was it, fifty cents at a bachelor auction in Punxsutawney, PA, you know, in the dead of winter yeah. on you know in February, yeah. What is you know what is he getting in San Diego? Yeah, where you got the beaches and the sun and you know the the surfers and everything like. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. He's just like, <laughs> I need a new change of scenery. I need a yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I hadn't thought about that. Like what what that says about Larry, though. I definitely I'm I'm on board with what you're saying in terms of he's, he's not the company camera. Yeah, but I said like, but he the thing is he doesn't make waves. He he doesn't understand Phil's complaining. He's like. And so I went to, I look up what Capistrano is. So it's the Capistrano mission in San Diego. And what I read is that it's considered like a miracle of, of sorts where it's that these swallows from Argentina every year migrate to this missionary mm-hmm. in, in, Cap, in, in Capistrano, San Diego. And the whole thing is that like the story about it is people love seeing it. And it, that's like, that's like a punxatawney of San Diego. It's like where it's like this, this little town they make a they have like a little festival about it and everything, and so there was actually and it's funny an article came up in the early two thousands because of urbanization the swallows kind of like kind of like they kind of lost their senses to find the place and then oh and then there was they like they were restoring some areas and they kind of knocked some of the nesting areas out so the birds were like oh there's no nests here and just kind of effed off and so there was a restoration program where they're trying to make nests and stuff and they said like like around 2015 they saw some of the swallows were hanging out so they're trying to get more swallows to come back from argentina all right so it's actually a thing up there like the 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 getting the swallows to like year after year after year for like all these time coming up from they fly from argentina uh up to san diego so yeah it's probably really boring to to uh to to larry because he just watches birds fly and there's there's no real and I said like maybe I said there is looks like there's a festival out there but I guess he probably was just like whatever and he switches to Pittsburgh he's like I'm okay with doing the the Groundhog Day right. thing yeah but yeah swallows groundhogs whatever you got Larry will uh, yeah Larry will take yeah and it, you have a good point about he's not he's not a bad guy like he's not the Hans Gruber of this movie <laughs> no but. You know, he's kind of, we're not supposed to like him. I think he's portrayed, you know, he's kind of set up to not be a good guy. But, you know, other than other than being cheap, we, we see him, you know, he's not a big tipper. But other than that, he's not, you know, he doesn't really do anything wrong. Yeah. He he's not, he's not, he's not that bad. And he's okay. And he's like, you know what? You know, he's not crazy. He's not jumping for joy, but he's doing his job. Oh, my boss wants me to go to Punxsutawney. I'm going to hold the camera. I'm going to get the groundhog. Yeah. What's wrong with that? And when, by the way, when you talked about Phil in his suit, I mean, Phil was ready just to sit there. He's probably comfortable in his suit, no problem. And he probably has a go bag ready. Like he already, he knows he's this got guy. the go bag. And yeah. He just has a, and he just gives it to Larry. All right, Larry, here's my go bag. And Larry's like, okay, I'll put in the, I'll put in the van. And the, and that's and that's the end. He doesn't make a complaint about it or anything. And then and then so yeah, so like they're having this pessimistic chat about doing a job. 
And then, well, let's say it. Like Rita chimes in. Rita, you know, she's trying to. She's trying to like. She's smiling. You can see her in the background. She's kind of smiling at their banter because, like, she can tell yeah. like she's new, but she kind of knows these two guys. Like they're having their like chat about just guy stuff of just like, oh, why are you complaining about this and then that? And yeah. you know, she's trying to like cheer them up because they're both like, oh, you're complaining. Why are you complaining? I got this to complain <laughs> about, and I don't complain about it. Like that's pretty much it. It's why are you complaining? I got something to complain about, but I'm not complaining. Like that's right. Much <laughs> yeah. When you can, yeah, you can see her because she's like sitting between them in, in the back and you can kind of, you see her eyes going back and forth, like the tennis match as these guys kvetch like an old couple, they're probably, you know, cause they've, <laughs> they've spent, you know, how many hours in, in this van together going back and forth to Punxsutawney for the last four years, you know, they're, so they're, they're like an old married couple at this point. <laughs> and yeah, Rita's just, just getting amused. <laughs> She's just, yeah, she's got a little smile. She's just taking it in, like, uh, and then, uh, yeah, towards the end, she leans forward. I think, I think we should save that till next week. She kind of starts, yeah, starts a sentence, but she's gonna, you know, kind of finish it in the next minute. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, like, yeah, Rita's back here, and like, the more I watch it, the more, like I said, maybe on this, like, this, this new Blu ray, this 4K one, you could see more detail on her because she's really mm-hmm. blurred out. But it would be kind of nice if we're like given a little bit more of Rita back there. So I'm like, I've yeah. heard like thinking like, ah, oh, okay, I can, I can, I can, I can fall in place with these guys. Like I can, I can be one of the guys right now. And I can kind of like, you know, like, let's, Hey, let's, let's have some fun. I think it's <laughs> nice. And, and yeah, and she's going to tell how nice it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. All right. Well, so that was nice. That was, that was, that nice. was week one. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, so that's all I got for, for minute four. You uh you, you feel good about that, Dave? Oh yeah, no, I think I think we covered these minutes really well. I think we we really kinda like nailed down our introduction to Phil. And like I said, like watch oh, yeah, this again. Yeah. yeah, like I know later in this movie I'll probably complain about how this movie tries to like make Larry the bad guy. I'm like, I don't know, like I, I know friends who are like Larry. Like they know there's nothing special, but they do the job. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I got a few friends who are kind of picking on how they tip. But they told me, like, yeah, oh, you know, if the waitress, she good, brings you food. She doesn't make too much chat, but she brings you the coffee and everything. I'll give her. I'll give her the 15, 17%. I'll do it. <laughs> so, like, that's, they have this little, like, thing. So, like, I, yeah, I just feel like I know I know the Larrys now. I was mm-hmm. a kid. Like, they're like, oh, Chris yeah, we're going to make fun of him. But really, it's like, eh, no problem with this guy. It's fine. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Let's, um, let's, get, let's get ready to wrap it up, and we'll see, uh, you know, start, start planning for next week. Yeah, so so that's it. If uh, we'll be back with another four minutes next week, if you're looking for something to do until then, uh, you can certainly check us out at groundhogminute.com, where we'll I don't know, we'll have some stuff. We'll post some links. We you know we've we've talked about some stuff uh, during the show this week, so we'll, we'll, there'll be some links up on the website. You can also find uh, my previous show. I did something this past December called National Lampoons Christmas Vacation Days. And that was with uh, with a couple pals of ours, uh, Christopher Dennis DeGuardia and Pete Mummert. And there we uh, we covered the movie National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So if you're in a, a little Christmas uh, spirit withdrawal and you want to catch up on that, again, that's at the uh, at the GroundhogMinute.com website. You can also visit us on Facebook at Gobbler's Knob, which is our listeners group. And we are on the Twitters at Groundhog Minute. As always, you can hear me, uh, Sean, on a, my weekly show, which is Five Minutes of Mime. And and Dave, you've got a little show of your own going on. Yeah. 
Uh, mine is uh, Five Minutes of Mystery. I, 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 have ho- I have some guests on, and we talk about the movie Mystery Men, which is a superhero comedy with Ben Stiller, and that's uh, a whole lot of fun. And, and Sean, I, I want to say, when I was listening to The Christmas Vacation, I – I thought you did a great job on the on the on the on the Christmas Eve episodes, and I actually sent that to a couple of friends of mine who they liked the movie. I didn't I didn't say like, oh, you gotta listen to every episode, but I said I said I said check out the edit on these on these Christmas Eve episodes. It's a beautiful like edit where you have you have me, but you have a lot of other great guests on, and you f- are able to fade in between all of us real seamlessly, and it gives that it gives that like a that that audio illusion that you you're kind of walking around the the table in the dining room and you're getting everyone's stories about their traditions and and how they and I thought that was really good. I have to commend you for it because a lot, a lot of our podcasts they're like you know we do twenty we do forty minutes about a minute it's tight and that's the end of discussion. You were able to do all these conversations and just with a lot of patience weave them perfectly into like what was it about what was it total about three hours you you did. Three and a half hours. Uh, yeah, about about three and a half hours across four uh, four episodes. Yeah, I I really gotta say that was a great job. I think it, even if even if it's not, you're not even in like, the Christmas mood, listen to it for just you. It's it's like it's like a roundtable discussion you would like you would see on PBS or something. It was very well done. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I, I uh, well, I, I I tried to put uh, a lot of time into it. I tried to make it sound good for the for the folks that I haven't heard. We did. Uh, like I said, we we covered the movie, but then for for Christmas Eve, I tried to make it like a like a Christmas party. So we had a lot of different guests talking about talking about the movie, talking about Christmas traditions, Christmas movies, Christmas music, all kinds of different um, you know holiday stuff, and try to give it a give it a party feel. So if uh, yeah, if, if you got that impression, then then it works. So so thanks a lot, and and for the folks out there, if you haven't. If you haven't heard it, yeah, check it out. Again, it's um, it's at the groundhogminute.com site. So the same site where you, you find this, you go there, you find that. So you got this, you got that, you got lots of stuff. And and that'll keep you – that should keep you busy, keep <laughs> your ears full until, uh, until we return next week. Yeah. So there we have it. So signing off for, uh, for Minute 4 from Groundhog Minute. This has been, uh, it's been Sean and my pal Dave. We've had a lot of fun. We hope you had fun too. Yeah. We'll see you with the we'll see you over Capistrano. <laughs> with the swallows. Yeah. <laughs> Let them say your hair's too long.